Hey, cancel culture is over anyway, because today I was walking in public supermarket, which I don't know which region where everybody's from, but if you can get a chance to, public supermarket is like the goat. Um, so I was walking through Publix, and I was just like, you know what? I want to hear I wish. And I cut on some R. Kelly today, and it felt good, you know? <laughs> it felt good to get back what to my roots. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, uh, SB Report 706, Archie Leach on Twitter, this committee podcast. We have the, uh, all the usual, usual suspects of uh, Voltron has been reunited. We have, uh, Marcus Niffles, <laughs> El Chapa, and, uh, AC3 Savage. What's, what's good, y'all? It's been a long time. What's popping? Hola. It's good to be back. Yes, finally, the, the, the family's back. The band is back. Gang, gang. So we're going to start this episode by, uh, I'm going to personally, I want to take a minute to personally wish out, wish a happy birthday. You better, to you better. One of our, one of our, uh, one of our prime Nubians out here, uh, Zendaya <laughs> Re Stormer Coleman, known as oh, Zendaya, man. yes, known as Zendaya to you common folks. Uh, today is her <laughs> 23rd birthday. Well, when you hear this, it'll be the day after her birthday, but, uh, as of September 1st, this young Nubian has turned 23 years old. Um, you may know her from her Disney fame from Shake It Up. I've never heard of that. Um, she was on the 16th season of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> never what? Didn't know that either. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know anything about Zendaya until I saw her on uh, Spider-Man. So apparently, like a lot mm. of little kids, like AJ, that's like their—I don't know what she is. She's like their Beyonce or something like that. But they really love Zendaya for some reason. But I mean, you know, God bless his newbie, and she gave us a. Uh, she some can fire. sing. Don't forget. <clears throat> yeah, she had a uh, her what's what's it called? She had a single in 2011 called "Swag It Out." Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, I know that me. shit was trash. I, I can <laughs> tell by the name. That was trash. She had another song, not that one. She had another song that was very good. It's called uh, Re- "Replay," I guess. Yes, yeah, Look, when, replay. When, when your fan base is like Disney kids, you can put out a song called Swag It Out and it'll sell. That's <laughs> Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, she's in uh, The Greatest Showman, which I heard was really good. I've just never seen it, but uh, it yeah, was. shout out to her. Shout out to Euphoria, probably one of my favorite shows right now. Uh, if you haven't watched Euphoria, definitely go check it out. But yeah, shout out to the Nubian, you know, one of our uh, beautiful Nubian princesses out here, you know, um, our 510 yeah. queen, our goddess. Um, you know, she could eat a why burger. Why are we giving her this? God bless. Like, who cares? Who the hell? Um, because no, 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 no. Because of the same oh, person shit. here that likes Wait to trash her all over Twitter and Wait use like second. the most unforgiving photo that has turned into a Wait meme a somehow. Look at him. You know, talking <laughs> to. Hey man, I don't know. What Happy birthday, about. Zendaya! I'm over you too. Happy birthday, Zendaya! <laughs> yeah, let me get a let me get a cameo on Euphoria. I'd be like a crack crackhead uh, student or something like that. So give me a holler. But anywho, <laughs> we're gonna start this uh, this week's podcast out uh, sending our hopes and prayers to uh, Kevin Hart. Apparently, he was in a bad car accident, and if you haven't seen the pictures, they're pretty uh, crazy. So yeah, uh, blessings up to him. It looked like a, he was in a DeLorean, though, right? The hell yeah, I was kind of curious what kind of car that was. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I was rich, I'd probably be riding in, like, big bodies all the time just to try to avoid stuff like that. But, you know, I'm not rich. I'm broke. So I ain't got those options. Damn, I yeah. even I thought I heard it. But, yeah, that's that's messed up. Uh, shout outs to you, uh, Kevin Hart. Pray for a speedy recovery. I'm not yeah. sure. So, uh, since we got all the serious stuff out the way, what are the odds that drugs and whores are involved? I'm saying uh, 45%. Wow. Well, 45%. what they did say was that he was not the driver. That much we know. He was on the passenger side. So, oh, no. I don't think that happened either talking. one of those. I'm definitely hmm. saying 80% drugs in there. Like, possibility. 80%. Whores. I wouldn't say horse. Say like 70, 75%. Well, because, okay, they might not have been in the car. They could have been on the way to meet the horse. So that's that's where I'm going to put 47%. Oh, someone involved. Look at you. Yes. Detective. Hey, the DMs got the pop and they started sending them pics, them flicks. It's like, oh, shit. And then they was on quick. their way. Okay. All right. That's a little different. Yeah, yeah. A little different. 
Yeah. So uh, again, hopefully he gets well. I actually saw him live in South Carolina one time. He's he's funny live. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like. I don't think I've ever seen a Kevin Hart movie outside of uh, Paper Soldiers. If we're wow. keeping it a buck. You ever seen uh, Soul Bus? Soul Plane? I mean. Okay, with the exception that of Soul count. Plane, like that was like. That was like but that was the one that that was that pre- counts, yeah, but that was the one that like Kevin took Hart. him off. Yeah, that was before he was a household name. You know, yeah, like, like that, Snoop that was, was in there. That one was the was one that there. got him. Yeah, there's a lot of bigger name people in that movie. Like I honestly forgot that movie came out. It was terrible too. But yeah, I'm honestly I don't think Kevin Hart's that funny. He's like the uh, he's like the black version of Will Ferrell, kind of, except he doesn't do it as well. Whoa. But he gets his money. Wow. So I'm not. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's disrespect. That's how that's disrespectful. I wouldn't do a comparison. Will Ferrell is hilarious. Will Ferrell is a way funnier actor. I just said he doesn't do it as well. I just mean like his stick. Like he's kind of the same person every his, movie. His does. stick to me is no, actually not. AJ Johnson. A- AJ Johnson is who he is to me. Y'all remember AJ know. Johnson, right? Nope. I got no. the hookup Players Club. Uh, uh, oh, the little uh, Ezel from the little Friday. Yeah. We wasn't a kid. He was uh, just a short person. Uh, yeah, shout yeah, out to I all the midgets say. in the world. Oh, Sorry okay, about that. I was but... thinking of a completely different person. My bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. To me, the, it's the same thing. Like, all his jokes are kind of the same. It's all about his height. Some stuff is kind of funny, but in the movies, it's all the same. Like, I seen that. Yeah. What was that movie he had with Tiffany Haddish, Night School? Uh, I, 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 I thought it was cute. No, I thought, very predictable. I very predictable. So very his movies, his movies have kind of turned like, without the exception of the one coming out, J Lo's movies. You know what you're gonna get when you go see a J Lo movie. It's gonna be, you know, heartfelt. Whatever Never she's gonna one. win at the end. And uh, with the Never exception seen of the J-Lo movie. I can't stand <laughs> you. I can't stand you. With the exception of Hustlers, which seems very different for her. I'm so excited to see that movie, but. Yeah, his movies, you know what you're getting when you go into it. You're going to laugh a little bit, and you might, you know, feel it in your heart a little bit, and then, you know, it's what it is. Like Hallmark movies. I'm not going to lie, like, low-key, Jumanji was actually pretty funny for him, and Central Intelligence was pretty funny, too. Those two, like, him and The Rock. Yeah, that that was, like, the best movies he's ever done to me. Yeah, Mm. I'm I'm just going to say that. You you cannot call Kevin Hart the black Will Ferrell, because Will Ferrell has classics under his belt. Let's oh, not act shit. like he mm-hmm. doesn't have what? Uh, Step Brothers. Uh, what, what's this movie? Yeah, Step, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. You know what I'm saying? Talladega yeah. Crashers, Talladega Nights, Blades of Glory. Oh, what's un- uh, what's the underrated one? Uh, what's the basketball one called? Semi Pro. Semi Pro is. Semi Pro is extremely underrated. That movie is hilarious. Like people do yeah. not get that glorious too. Honestly, I mean Kevin Kevin Hart doesn't have any classic comedy movies though. Like he doesn't like, have again. One. I said he. I he would, doesn't I would do agree it. with that. Kevin, he doesn't Kevin do it Hart, as well. But he I'm saying, like, he's just, Kevin Hart is mm. just a shorter. Yep. Chris yeah, he Tucker. does. Mm. No, I mean he's he's get he's getting the bag. So I guess we can respect that. But I mean. Uh, I was I getting all right. the bags. Yeah, yeah. Every I can never single one of them. <laughs> I'm not Every gonna, we're not gonna put Kevin Hart. We're not gonna put Kevin Hart in these memes talking about oh, pick one: Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, or I've like no, nah, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> now, has everybody has everybody seen that Dave Chappelle stand up that uh, recently? Nah, I just it. saw it. I saw it. Was it was it he, controversial to y'all? Because I mean, it was kind of funny, but you know, I could see. I, I have not seen it, so I will prefer. I will prefer no spoilers, please. He cleans um, it up, I'm though. Not gonna watch it. I feel like you know what. I feel like you should Dave know Chappelle what you're getting if you're watching a Dave Chappelle stand up at this point. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Who canceled Dave was, Chappelle? Uh, remember the Saturday Night Live? he did where he was talking about give 45 a chance i thought he got canceled after that but you know oh i didn't even know that you know <laughs> i forgot that about that i thought because mm-hmm. he was actually making a joke about it so it was like a little bit of satire so but oh africa anyway cancel culture is over anyway because today i was walking in public supermarket which i don't know which region where everybody's from but if you can get a chance to public supermarket is like the goat so i was walking through Publix, and i was just like you know what i want to hear i wish and I cut on some R. Kelly today, and it felt good, you know? 
good to get back what to the my fuck? roots. No, no. I wish it's like the, it's, a, it's a great no. song. Like I, I'm sorry. It, what is he wishing for? Wish that I could touch now. Wish that I could touch now. I'm about to lie. Look, I'm not gonna lie. The I wish remix might be a top 50 song of all time. <laughs> it oh, might yeah. be. It might be. I love that song. Oh man, touches my heart, man. <laughs> he's, he's going through the struggle out there, man. But anywho, Look, tr- transition yes, to people next. that are also canceled. Uh, that may be canceled is uh, Jay Z. So Jay Z is. Uh, I don't know what Jay Z's doing. I mean, Jay Z's getting the bag, but it seems like it seems like to a lot of people, especially Eric Reed and a lot of woke Twitter, that he is kind of selling out his own people for the bag. I know Marcus wanted to talk a little bit about this because he was kind of, we talked about it a little bit, but I'm still on the wait and see program, but so far it's not off to a great start, in my opinion, as far as his uh, allegiance with the NFL. So, Marcus, go I ahead. mean, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it's right now, it's not looking good. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why it doesn't look good is because, as we all know, Jay-Z is a billionaire. Uh, Every NFL franchise, their owners are worth multiple billions of dollars. And their idea of helping out, you know, social justice and contributing to that is by selling everybody, you know, $40 t-shirts and streaming a Megan Trainer song. Like, that seems <laughs> pretty lazy. Like, I feel like they could do better than that. Like, I feel like they'd have been better just cutting a check. Like, okay, you, you, you want, you're going to sell us some t-shirts? Like, that's what we're going to do? So for you, for, for the NFL, for this, for these billionaires to be able to contribute to uh, worthy causes, they need to sell something to us first. Like we need to be the ones that are paying for this, not the billionaires. That, that makes sense. Well, what I would say is, is that, yeah, it's still early. I know he's kind of make this more of a music thing. I know he's getting what Rhapsody involved. Uh, Meek Mill, I guess, is doing a uh, concert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> All right, so here's, a, here's an article from the New York. Uh, this is an article. It says, Today, the NFL and Rock Nation announced a launch of Inspired Change Apparel and Songs of the Season, a part of the new partnership. Inspired Change Apparel, a new social enterprise model, will fund, support, and inspire change programs across the country. Proceeds from this venture will, will support organizations committed to key priorities inspired change, education, economic empowerment, police and community relations, and criminal justice reform. The inspired change apparel line designed by artists will be available later in the 2019 season. Songs of the Season is a multi-tier season-long initiative that will highlight superstars and emerging artists of all genres. Songs of the Season will showcase musicians that will create and deliver songs to be integrated in all NFL promotions each month during the season. Songs debut during in-game broadcasts and will simultaneously be released on all digital streaming platforms worldwide. So, <clears throat> yeah, it, it sounds like a little bit, a lot of bit of them lacing their pockets off uh, injustices across the country. Like, I get it. It's a, it's more of, it's kind of the, the mindset of a little in the baggy, a little in the purse, you know, concept. Like, hey, we're going to give you a little bit of this social justice. But on the other hand, we're going to line these pockets. We're going to get this bag. You know what I'm saying? So it's. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, tough. I, I get it. It's like, tough. I get it with Jay Z. Like, Jay Z is always gonna do what is gonna make him some money. Like, that's what he does. He's he's all about that business. He's all about his money, and I get that. But it, I can understand people who are looking at him sideways, saying like, you know, because he did say like, you know, we're past the whole kneeling thing. We're past trying to get Colin Kaepernick into the league, and it just. It just seems funny to me because I see these commercials for the NFL where they're like talking about they have their players going to these inner cities and having them talk to cops and uh, donating donating money, donating their time, volunteering. And they're basically doing the same thing that Colin Kaepernick was talking about. They're mm-hmm. doing the same thing that Colin Kaepernick is currently doing. And so I just look at it and I'm like, okay, so now the NFL is promoting this while also not letting Colin Kaepernick get back, get back in the league, which at this point, like, I don't think he should go back anyway. Like, just, you, you, what's the point at this point? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Because if you go, yeah. if, if he go, it's a it's a lose lose situation for Kaepernick if he goes back into the league. Because if he goes back into the league and has one bad game, it's he's the worst quarterback ever. I told you so. We're gonna ignore him. Whatever, whatever. Like he literally has to go back and be the greatest quarterback ever. So I would just stay out of the league and leave this black eye on the NFL for the rest of time, pretty much. But yeah, but like yeah. The, the thing that they're the thing that they are selling is the thing that's keeping Colin Kaepernick out of the league, and that. Is a problem for some Ironically. people, and I understand that. I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, well, uh, what I would say is, like, you see they just traded uh, Kenny Stills off the Dolphins to the Texans because he allegedly was still kneeling, had issues with the with the whole Colin Kaepernick uh, blackballing, and their their coach, who's a bit of an asshole, decided he would play, like, allegedly play, like, eight straight Jay-Z songs in practice. I'm like, yo, dog, like, that's out yeah, of control, I'm- I think that's people just looking a little bit too much into it because, like, Kenny Stills was the good of a receiver anyway. Like, it, it's I understand only, that, it's it's only a thing mind. because he was kneeling. Like, yeah. if he wasn't kneeling, no one would think nothing of it. They're like, oh, well, that's just a run of the mill. That, like, the only reason you know who Kenny Stills is is because he knelt. Uh, I mean, I, and, I knew Kenny Stills. And, 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 I, and I think, I think it is fair for just to, to – for from Jay Z's end, like I do think it's like, all right, I think we're kind of past kneeling. I think it is time for some action because if you look at it, when this first started, like there was there was a lot of people kneeling, a lot of people, and as as the years went by, it started the, those numbers started to dwindle, and the players actually started to do things. They started to take action. Right. So I can understand him saying, "Hey, we're past kneeling at this point," but if you look at Jay Z, if you look at the reach he has, if you look at the work that he's already done. You know, as far as like getting people out of jail, paying people's lawyer fees, stuff like that. If he wanted to do what, you know, this entire thing outside of, you know, the musical acts for, you know, playoff games or whatever this music initiative thing is, he could have done all this social justice stuff without the NFL. Like he didn't need to team up with them, but Jay Z is about that business. He's about that money. And the NFL has plenty of money to go around. This is a good way to get it. I mean, again, from a business sense, it makes sense. You do want to use other people's money to do things. Again, could he have done it? Yeah, but the way that rich people stay rich and get richer is by not using their own money. So I get that. But I think it does give players kind of a proxy to feel comfortable with stepping out more and being more vocal because it is officially kind of an NFL-sanctioned program or initiative, right? So now when players do speak out against social injustices, they kind of have something to lean against or fall back against. Cause like, Hey, well, we had this program. We're playing these songs in front of every game. Like they're saying, and we're releasing a soundtrack and Jay-Z is in charge of this. So you really can't kind of fault the player now because they can point to Jay-Z and say, Hey, look, like you got our back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and I get that, but I feel like Jay-Z is going to get played though. Cause it's just like, we look to the NFL to, for some reason we looked to the NFL to like, you know, be the be right on on things when it comes to like domestic violence and you know the player behavior and now we're looking to them to be you know to fix to end racism and stuff like that and i like i don't understand why it is like that when you look at the nfl they have there's 32 teams how many owners are black they have you know 32 head coaches how many of them are black you know what i'm saying like in the positions of power in that in that league, they have their own issues of race there that they need to figure out. Like how many offensive coordinators are black? Like there's a, a black head coach got fired after one season and got replaced by a white head coach from a losing program. You know what I'm saying? Like there's little things like that that happen, but we look to the NFL to be like, well, we need you guys to fix, you know, racial injustice. Like, do we need to look into the NFL? Like we need to look more at them and be like, Hey, y'all got, y'all need to get y'all shit together before y'all start looking outside. Hey man, look, we need to start with getting more white running backs in the league. I don't think Christian McCaffrey should have to hold down <laughs> the torch. Being the only Christian McCaffrey is going teams. like top five in every fantasy draft. I'm very confused about that. Like I was arguing with people uh, earlier this year on Twitter about that. I'm going to see, like, I'm going to keep an eye on him. People are really high on Christian McCaffrey and I do not know why. Like I'm a Falcons fan, obviously check some Durban Nation report, but like in the games that I watched, we play them in the division twice a year. 
I am 1000% more worried about Alvin Kamara than I am with Christian McCaffrey. Like, it's not even close. And people are drafting him over them. Because they have nobody else. So I guess from a fantasy aspect, yes. But I mean, just from a a skill aspect, no, I'd rather have Kamara personally. Yeah. And and, And and they act like Devontae Freeman is not in that. Hmm? It's kind of like junk time stats. And I mean, mean, to me, like, he gets a bunch of useless stats and I mean he's he's a good player don't get me wrong but he he gets a lot of targets per game so yeah I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say useless useless stats still count in fantasy football yep. yeah yeah I, I guess that makes sense but we act like uh we act like a healthy Devontae Freeman is not in the conversation like I don't say there's a huge difference between all of them but like Devontae Freeman has had seasons where he's caught a thousand or caught 700 pat or damn 70 passes and had like almost a thousand yards receiving and rushed for a thousand yards. So we can't act like he's not in the mix as well. So, but, uh, yeah, the NFL, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure we'll talk about this, uh, later on the season as uh, things progress. And again, we can't ignore the power of social media in this situation because again, if shit starts looking a bit coony, people will come for Jay Z's ass. <laughs> and if they don't come for Jay Z's ass, they're coming for Beyonce. So uh, just real quick before we wrap this up, like where does she fall into this? Because again, they're they are a union. I'm sure they make business decisions together. Like she essentially, their marriage fall is, into this. She I, I think their marriage is a bit of a business decision. She was pumping the whole HBCU thing. She's been vo- vocal about a social injustice, as there was a lot of controversy with her Super Bowl perform- performance, with the uh, kind of paying homage to the Black Panthers and the whole, you know, standing on police cars and eliminate videos. So, you, again, another Jay-Z versus Ushi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Like, yeah, I don't, what, I don't, what, I don't what think Jay-Z really is running his, his business decisions by Beyonce and vice versa. Like, if Jay-Z wants to sign a deal with the company, I don't think he's, but that's, you know, but that's shooting her an email like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, but that's a bad that's just what I, think. I don't think that's what's happening. All right. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think she's going to be affected union, by but it. They still have their own individual things okay. that they got to work out. We'll yeah. see. We shall see. Again, because I know we were talking about earlier, like Beyonce. I know Beyonce has like a deal with Disney. She's kind of making Disney a little bit blacker with some of the, the music and some of the actresses or actors she's getting in these movies. Or even with her, um, where did she go to? She she was in with Adidas, right? Or Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, how she can walk in and make those type of demands. Like, let's imagine if Jay-Z had brought Beyonce to the NFL table, what, what things could have happened? How could this have been different since she has all but this But he power? didn't. But he didn't. So she doesn't need to well, be a part not? of this discussion right now. That's what, Maybe she didn't want okay. to. But they're a unit, though. So Maybe he didn't want to. Yeah, but so they're still individuals, so, and they're still individual businessmen and women. Like, why does she have to do everything but that he does purpose, together. But the but but she's on the same she's on the same line of thought though. Like the purpose is to try to reform social injustice and who can help more than that than Beyonce. So this Look, is where it gets she's a bit staying fishy in her lane where opinion. she's comfortable. She doesn't have to be a part of that. She can still do that in other avenues which she's already doing. She doesn't have to be a part of that NFL table. That's cool that he got it. Let him run with it. <laughs> Do not bring her in this discussion. There's no reason for you to bring it her in. It sounds like you're on a Beyonce yeah. apology, but okay. Yeah, it sounds like a bit of standing no. is coming to play, but I respect I, mean, I respect I, the hustle. A little bit, but I mean, if you and your wife, like everything that you fucking do, I'm not expecting that your wife is going to be a part of that same negotiation. Do I expect that maybe y'all ran it, you know, maybe you ran it through her and you were talking about, hey, babe, I'm thinking of doing X, Y, and Z, and she probably will or did give her opinion. But that doesn't mean that she has to do exactly what you fucking do. She doesn't have okay, to be at that well, same table unless she wants to. And if she well, wanted to, you... maybe she would be there. But she's not. Okay, let me give you let me give you an example, right? And it's not a problem until it affects her bottom line. So maybe they did some some sort of calculus saying, "Hey, this isn't going to affect me." But like for example, let's say, uh, hmm. That, that make, I'm not reaching. Let's say, for example, um, Jay-Z supported 45, right? Let's say that leaked out that he's secretly going to vote for 45 because he's a businessman and 45 is good for business, right? Mm. 
So at that point, is Beyonce not affected? Are people not going to ask her questions like, yo, like I thought y'all was down for this, this black empowerment, but your, your husband is supporting 45. Is, is that and not a problem? Are they not, are they not point, a unit then? That's or is different, it still separate? That's a whole political standpoint. That's different. That's like a whole nother level. Money, that's a whole it's nother level. Money. That's a whole nother level, so that's though. That's not the same money. type of conversation. So, and at the end of the day, if they were to ask her that, then she can go ahead and give her opinion. Because that's similar to fucking Kanye and Kim. Kim is not a 45 supporter. She's said it before. She's dealing with him, and she's dealt with him to understand so that way she can get shit done as far as prison reform and other avenues at which she's already working. Her husband is a supporter. She was not a supporter. But you don't... Ex- you see what I'm saying? Like... What? I don't think he's a supporter. What? I think that gets blown out of proportion, to be honest. Well, he was going around with the fucking hat and doing everything else. If he's not a supporter, then so be it. At one point, he was repping that shit. So at one point, he was a supporter. He was. He also Even never voted for now, him, though, and he made that clear. And and he's fine, also never he had... Him, and he's he never repping him. And both. Jay-Z's rep 45-2. Rick Ross is rep 45-2. All your favorite rappers have referenced 45 at one point. That's, not that's the thing as that the president of the United States. That's that's different. That's, as business, that's not his political matter. standpoint. Doesn't you had Kanye matter. West who was supporting him, and that yes, it does. I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. Matter. You just mad because, because I'm not gonna fall into that same sentiment in which you have. Not, At the end of the I'm day, really there are two mad. separate people with two separate opinions. So if in this little hypothetical bullshit ass situation, if Jay Z were to support him. Beyonce has every right to choose whether or not she's supporting him or not. And she could give out her opinion. This has nothing to do with him being in the fucking NFL. Like, it has nothing to do with that. Nothing. Such a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> I can't stand you. At, at the end of the day, they both have their, their own individual brands that they have to push and promote. Like they have, like Beyonce has her brand. Jay-Z has his brand, and then there's the Jay-Z Beyonce brand. I feel like this NFL deal, this is a Jay-Z thing. Like his uh alcohol businesses, that's a Jay-Z thing. Beyonce has her things, like the Adidas thing, the Disney things, the Netflix things. That's Beyonce's. The Jay-Z and Beyonce stuff is the albums together. You know, being out in public together. Like yeah. that's their thing. Like I the underrun Beyonce's tour. name, like Beyonce hasn't been anywhere. Uh, she hasn't been at any press conferences. She hasn't been mentioned. She hasn't said anything about it. Like, I don't know how she feels about it or anything, but I feel like we should be able to separate the two just based on what we've been given. Like, Beyonce hasn't been there, so I don't see why Beyonce would need to be. Beyonce and Jay-Z have their own individual brands, and then they have the brand that is Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, Jay-Z, the NFL deal, that's a Jay-Z thing. His his businesses with like you know alcohol and whatever that's his thing. Beyonce's deal with Netflix and Disney, that's a Beyonce thing. Jay Z and Beyonce making albums together, making music together, that's part of the Jay Z and Beyonce brand. And I just don't see how we can include Beyonce in anything with this NFL deal when we haven't seen her. She hasn't made any comments about it. She wasn't referenced in any way, like. At some point, we have to be able to look at these two as individuals also. Like, there are certain things that our partners do that we might not necessarily, you know, it might not be something like we just totally disagree with, but they have the choice to do their own things. Like, at some point, married people can be individuals. Like, just because you're married doesn't mean you do everything together. Every decision you make is together. There's some things that you can do as individuals. And this might be one of them. Okay. So what I would say to that is I just did a quick, I did a quick Twitter search of Beyonce and NFL. So, um, so somebody's like, why did Beyonce let Jay-Z partner with the NFL? Somebody said, uh, with hubby Jay-Z signing with the NFL, Beyonce standing on a police car would have been better represented if she or he were pumping gas into a police car since that's what they're actually doing is fueling racism and discrimination <laughs> uh, with Kat. Goodness. Uh, all I'm, and this is why I brought that point up. All I'm asking is where the hell is Beyonce? Is she hiding? 
Jay-Z NFL, hashtag Jay-Z, She has nothing to do with this. That is so small-minded. But again, that is so but small, what, small-minded of but, people. But we're talking about the space of social media, which can bring a lot of heat if necessary. Um, NFL kickoff. No Beyonce. Damn. Um, let's see what else we got. It's weird seeing how folks refuse to speak, type Beyonce's name in this Jay-Z NFL partnership. Maybe they don't want the stand attacking them, or maybe they're in denial. Hear me out. Beyonce buys the NFL. What the fuck? Fires Jay-Z, divorces Jay-Z, marries Colin Kaepernick, and makes him president of the league. All right, so y'all supposed to protest the NFL. So why are you so pressed about Jay-Z and his NFL partnership? Is it because Beyonce's husband? Are you disappointed that he cooned out? So there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. And mm, oh, let me read this last one. Seriously, if you thought, oh wow, I don't think I don't think I can read those words. <laughs> wow. Seriously, if you thought if you thought N words justifying Chappelle, they can say the F word that rhymes with maggot, but I can't bit and pretending Jay Z isn't looking to profit out the NFL social justice wasn't bad. The amount of willful destiny derailing and caping for Beyonce's complicity will crash this app. So there's people that are kind of thinking like I'm thinking. So it's it's it could be a thing. Like Mark One Moore's, doesn't have anything to do with the thing. other. Really not. It, it it can be a thing on social media, but like I mean, where does it go from there? Is it just a bunch of people talking about it or does it actually change anything? Is it like, are the people clamoring about it on social media? Are they going to get Jay-Z to pull out of this deal? Because I don't see that happening. Like, Jay-Z doesn't seem the type to be like, well, I'm just like, well, people on social media are talking about it. I guess I'm not going to do it. You know, are people going to not buy Beyonce's next album? Because I don't see that happening either. Like this, I feel like this. I'm I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it, it could be. I don't think any That's of that. Like, it, I don't think anything. Next, is, I don't think I'm over that this topic. That, you reaching that type of chatter isn't going to garner any change that they want. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I, like, Again, do you, I, I mean, on, honestly, I do you think the, people are gonna? Do you think people are gonna not, not buy it, Beyonce's next project? Like, they're not gonna see her next movie. Like I said, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it could be a thing. You know, I was I was the only one in this podcast who had the foresight. To say and had the, the the balls and the unmitigated gall to say that Cardi B and Damn. Nicki Minaj had beat and nobody believed me and what do you know I was right so I'm just saying it could be a thing so movie guy that became uh, a El thing Chapa. because people made it a thing that became a thing <laughs> because people, social media oh, made El it Chapa, a thing oh and, and you prove my point where are these people at on the Twitter just like these other people are on the Twitter <sighs> so moving along moving along Chapa, yes. She posted an uh, interesting uh, link about a show that's coming on from everybody's favorite network that nobody watches, uh, MTV. So the there's music a show television called... network that does not show music television. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> Yo, do they still make music videos? Like, is that still a thing? Um, like, KJ, I, Jayla, y'all young I boys? Think... Like, do people still watch music videos? Because... It's a thing, but it's know. not like it used to be where you watch in the morning getting ready for school. Like, that's a thing because you have, like, the visual awards and stuff like that, the video visuals um, for those video directors. So it's a thing, but it's well, not like, like it I'm, used to be. Well, real quick, I know a lot of people made a big deal about that uh, Chris Brown Drake video where Drake is being mad corny. Matt Aubrey-ish in his video. I'm like, oh, my super. God. It's, it's super. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. This is what we get excited about, like a fucking crackhead and a deadbeat dad. Like, what's what's going on? Anyways, how is this ghosted show gonna go? All right, so this show is gonna be quite similar to um, Catfish. But here's the thing: I don't even know if we're gonna see it because they've already been having a lot of backlash because the the headlines are saying that it sounds a lot like stalking. So just think back to that guy or girl, whoever. Back in the day that you guys were talking and you thought everything was going cool. And the next thing you know, he or she left you on red. And then you're just kind of like, oh, WTF, let me, you know, let me reach back out. Let me try and call them. And essentially they ghosted you. So here you are many moons later with MTV crew trying to track down these people and confront them to say, yo, why did you ghost me? So that's the whole premise of the show. But a lot of people are already giving it backlash because they're saying how it's promoting stalking. And I kind of see that. You know what I mean? Because then, like, in the previews of the show, you see them trying to 
track these people down again because remember they ghosted them so maybe they changed their names or not their names their numbers um you know they moved or whatever the case may be so that's why that person couldn't get a hold of them anymore and here we are with mtv trying to track them down and then confront them and it's they try to make it seem super dramatic like oh my gosh you know you see them running off the set crying oh my gosh because these people are finally telling them why they ghosted them and I have my opinion about the premise of the show itself. But let's just talk about the stalking piece. Do you guys, first, do you see any difference between that and, like, Catfish? I see a little bit of a difference, but do you really see it that much of a difference? As far as, like, how they find these people? Because think about Catfish and how they were finding the real people, and then that's how they figured out they were Catfish, and then they moved on. Wouldn't you consider that stalking if you're going to use it in the same premise as this new show? Well, the thing nah. with Catfish is the people actually agreed to meet up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, come meet me. And then they knock Later, the but that's before they yeah, find them and where they really live and their real names and their real <laughs> Facebooks and everything. So, Alleg- yes, you're... Allegedly, really. Allegedly. But, like, I, I get that. They have to agree. They have to agree to actually meet up with the people. But before they get to that point, like we said, they're being Catfish. So... They have to find the real person of the pictures that they have, right? So that way they can prove this is not the same person. Then they find the real person that they're speaking to. And then they contact them to see if they will go on catfish. Same fucking investigative shit, in my opinion. Do I think it's still weird in a sense? Yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't I would, think it's the same thing. Me, I think, well, not, from I'm what I've seen from you. catfish, they talk to the person that's being catfished and then the person that's being catfished communicates with the person that they believe is catfishing them and they confront them online and the person that's doing the catfishing has to agree or not to to meet up with them with this ghosting thing it doesn't seem like they're giving that other person the opportunity it kind of seems like that show cheaters where they just kind of roll up on you with a camera, like, hey, are you cheating on your boyfriend, or what are you doing here with this girl, like, type deal. Like, they're just running up on these people. So, but, I mean, they obviously still have to agree to come on the show to confront that person that they ghosted. So, it does give I mean, them that They can that blur their face out if they to... don't agree. Yeah, yeah, completely. But, I mean, they're not, I don't know, this show, like I said, the show hasn't aired. It doesn't seem like they're pulling up on these people like cheaters coming out the van and shit with the cameras. It seems like it's a setup. <laughs> yeah, I know cheaters. It looks like that it's a setup. That show was ridiculous. Oh, Remember when um, he got stabbed? Me? I'll never forget. Yes. Okay. No, I don't think he was back in that story. But to me, come on. If you get ghosted, just leave it alone. soon after that, like, he It's was no like, need to come go. back. Yes. Like, yeah, the whole you. show premise doesn't make sense. It does promote stalking. And other crazy behavior, like just let exactly. it be. If, if exactly. someone ghosted you, it's obviously a reason that they don't want to be with you, whether it's, you know, they're living a double life or whatever. You know, it's, it's no reason to create a whole show about it. It just really speaks at just how sad MTV has gotten. Like they're just reaching for anything, they're on their way to becoming BET. Uh, I don't even think they make music videos like that anymore. They are like, I mean, I remember it was like another yeah. show that they had that was like a spinoff of Catfish and it didn't even last a season. Whoa. Like, it's just like, they're like, okay, we got Catfish. It was high. Let's, let's try to see what else we could do this like Catfish. And that's all they have. Like, what, what are the, do they even have like the OC anymore mm. or College Hill or, oh, they did, they did, they have the real world, right? Don't they have the real world still? Like I said, it's it's just washed. They do the real wow. world road rules challenge. I don't watch <laughs> that anymore. They just so brought for, back the hills. I, I just hope that they show both sides of this when they're doing this uh, this ghosting thing because I feel like there's going to be people calling up MTV talking about, "Oh, this girl ghosted me." I was being nice and I was everything was normal, and she just ghosted me. And then you're going to get they're going to talk to that woman and she's going to show you like a text message of like 70 texts back to back asking like, where are you at? What are you doing? 
uh, I can't wait to be near you. Like, and her clearly saying like, and she it can't be that. And I actually have like, a talk okay, with somebody you about ghosted, this. bro. You're, what you're has just really happened like, is clearly with all these dates, sure, sure. you're making this weird. Two of the four of us have been at the game for a minute, but when you have these date maps, essentially you're in like a rat race. So I could be talking to like, for instance, on my Tinder now that I'm single, <laughs> I have like 14 women. And I don't even be on there like the 14 women that I'm entertaining. So obviously I'm trying to pick the best of these 14. So 13, maybe 12, maybe even 11 are going to get ghosted. It just happens. You know, or if you're on your plenty of fish or, uh, they, they have all kind of stuff. Like I can't even remember some of the other ones that I don't even try, but. I mean, a 14 is actually a low number because I'm not that active on it because I'm like off and on. But imagine that here we have 14 people in my area that I have access to and I can go any one of them. I don't care. I want to get the 14 to 50. That's my goal. And I've been working out hard trying to get the six on. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, but what? 50, but like I said, Bruh. the one thing, yeah, the one thing I've noticed is, like I, I said, on the date map world, you. yes, you're gonna pick the best who you gotta pick. You don't owe anybody shit, is the whole mantra that we have now. And it's, you're gonna pick the best of the best. I mean, if somebody you feel like is weird, you're not gonna waste your time. There's too many weirdos in this world, there's too many killers in this world. Like, I know I was reading on Facebook not too long ago. That somebody was saying, like, in the area that I'm in, some guy from Tinder invited a girl over to his house and, like, he fed her, like, dead remains of some other person or something weird that she got sick. And it was, like, so many red flags. I'm like, why are you going over this dude's house? Allegedly, she said she went to the doctor. They found out she had food poisoning. I don't know. The main How thing is, that out? first of all, How women, in case you don't know it, do not meet a guy at his house for the first date. Like that is that just, you know what's going on. Like Netflix and chill needs Goodness. to be where bay and babe, not immediately. But um, that's what I think of the whole situation. It's a bad idea. I get ghosted a lot. I mean, it happens. I ghost a lot of people, you know, I'm. Um, but yeah, it definitely leaves room for danger, as Marcus was saying, because you have these people who, they just can't handle the rejection, ultimately, right? So they're going to like take this ghosted thing so personally, and then it could be that the girl or the guy was weirded out, and now here we are, they have a whole team, MTV team, to help them find these people again, to track them down, and then confront them and see, and that's definitely a dangerous situation. My only thing is, I don't think it's that far-fetched from Catfish as well. I think Catfish is a little bit safer, a little bit better, if you were to do that with quotations. But I don't see that much of a difference because, like I said, they still have to research these people. They still got to hunt them down and, and find out who the real people are. And sometimes they don't want to meet the other person at the end of the phone. And that ends that. Um so, yeah, yeah, it's just, um, it sounds really messy. We're probably not ever going to see it air on TV. <laughs> okay, so I'll start with Mark. Is there, is there any good reason to go somebody, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, my answer was yes. Okay, uh, El Chapa, is there a good reason to go somebody, yes or no? Yes, oh my gosh. Do you remember, I think I told y'all, remember um, when I was like, hey, I took a screenshot of a number Texting me like, hey, Liz, what's up? Remember that? And I sent it to y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah well, the turns New out Orleans, the New Orleans dude that I ghosted from last year. <laughs> and then he's going to hit me up a whole year later. And I didn't even save the number. And shout out to my best friend, Courtney. She's still bad. She's still bad. And, and she's, she's not. She's no, she's bad. not. She's still bad. Um, she's still wait bad. a minute. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> that is very odd behavior. Was it any particular reason that you ghosted him? A year later, after I had done already ghosted him. Exactly. That's not odd behavior. That's throwing Hail Marys. You got a couple numbers. You probably see the same text to everybody. Honestly, what it was was he probably, it was during Essence Festival weekend, which is the time that I met him. That was the time I was in New Orleans last year. 
So he threw out that Hail Mary just to see, like, oh, maybe they came back this year or whatever, whatever. Um, Because you know I wasn't a local. He probably didn't even fucking remember that, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, you meet so many people, and there's so many drinks and stuff involved, and that's typically when I ghost people. Like, I'm not... I can only think of maybe, like, one or two dudes okay. that I've met in the club or, like, a bar setting. We exchanged numbers, and I actually spoke to them the next day. Otherwise, y'all all getting Ooh. ghosted. Like, that didn't count. <laughs> that shit counts. So, all right, my next question. Marcus, have you ever ghosted somebody? Is that a yes? I said yes. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, That sounds like a sneeze. I'm sorry. Have you ever called? You just said you had ghosted somebody. El Chapo, how many people have you ghosted? I feel it's a high number. High number. Lost count. Some of these dudes are very aggressive and they do not let up, right? So then now you can't even do it like back in the day when you just give out a fake number. Now they're waiting to see, oh, I just text you. And they're looking to see, like, where's your phone? Wow. I just text you. You, you like, definitely get you a text-free so you app. give out the real number, even though you have no intentions of even speaking to this person again. Block. Like, that's it. Keep it pushing. Keep it moving. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Get a burner phone. That, that should get a burner be, like, phone. Should, Good guy. I'm dead serious. Like, yeah. But why do we yeah, have to, it goes free free to harass me? It goes through harassment, Bella. Like, why do I have to go through all these steps, get a fucking burner phone just so that I don't got to give my numbers out and blah, 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 blah. Look, I'm going I'm to play the game with you, sweetheart. I'm going to give you the number and I'm going to block you. And that's it. Well, the only reason I would say that probably getting a burner number is better because, like, for example, with social media, it'll show you, like, hey, especially if your phone number is linked to your social media, if you do that, you're an idiot. But it will automatically show you. Like, hey, oh, this person's on Instagram. So now you're giving them another avenue to go hit you up on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. So that's kind sure, of yeah. that's kind of a reason you could have a fake number. But uh, to Mr. Savage's point, there are reasons to ghost people. Like, I, I, I kind of have a story, but I, I don't think this person listens. But Mr. Savage, Mr. Mr. Savage knows who I'm talking about. You know, if for whatever reason, like if you're in like, a, I guess what the kids would call a situationship, right? And uh, one of the parties in the situation starts talking like, oh, yeah, you know, let's let's meet my parents and stuff like that. Like, oh, we can slow down a bit. When stuff like that starts happening, I could see why a person could be. No, uh, go- no, that is you are in too deep at that point. Like, <laughs> and we've had this conversation before. No, how do you how you do you are, figure? You how do you figure? Nah, 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 nah. You need to, uh, you need to give her a reason. You need to give her a fake reason. I don't fucking care. You give her something to clutch onto, and then she's gonna go about her business. Like you can't oh, man, do that, man. That's an inappropriate joke there somewhere, but I'm gonna let that pass. You. <laughs> I can't stand you. Anyway, <laughs> there was multiple inappropriate jokes there, but I'm gonna let them all fly because this is a Christian value based podcast. So. Listen, at the end of the day, you need. That point, you you're in too deep. I can say maybe after the first date, maybe even a second date, depending on how that goes. You gonna ghost him? Ghost him. Anything actually, past actually that, blame. that's too much. Like you have to give them some further. You know what? I'm sorry to waste the time. I'm not feeling it. So that way it's clear cut and pushed on. But you've already they've already invested enough time with you, and you and them at that point. I think is it's old, uh, even a bullshit explanation, and then keep it going. Honestly, uh, Marcus Sniffles and fucking AC3 Savage for that whole situation. But anyway, yep. that's going to be our question. Yep. Of the week. Um, that's our question of the week. Uh, have you ever ghosted somebody and why? So definitely add us. You can add me at SBReport706. Um, I guess we can get ready to wrap it up real quick. Uh, so it was the 14th anniversary of uh, Cancel Kanye West's late registration. So give me your favorite tracks off that album. Marcus, or your favorite track on that album? I was going to go with the Diamonds from Sierra Leone, the original one. That's the that's not the one with Jay-Z, right? Yeah, the one with Jay-Z is the remix. Just the, it's towards no, the I think end the original of the was the bonus track. Yeah, because they had it like backwards, right? They, or, yeah, they put the original one last, right? Yes. Yeah, no, which the, is original, weird. the original one is um before the last track. It's the uh, second to last song on the album. This is actually a pretty tough thing, but 
Yeah, they did. They was late. So they did play the they played the remix and then they played the original, which is strange, but okay. Uh El Chapa. Um Let me see. I don't wanna be basic. Wait, which one are we talking about again? Alright, uh late registration. It has Wake Up Mr. West, Heard Him Say, Test the Sky, Gold Digger, Drive Slow, My Way Home, Crack Music, Roses, Bring Me Drive Down, slow. Addiction. Okay, Paul Wall with the with mm-hmm. the classic uh That's a good driving song right there. No pun intended, but yeah. Uh, I will say this. I've said this before. The Bay Bay Hive is not real. Um, y'all okay. got any shout outs? It's not. I've 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 slandered them multiple times. So I, you just I think don't listen uh, to our podcast, sweetheart. That's all. <laughs> Marcus, any shout outs? Uh, I would like to give a shout out to Chuck E. Cheese. I went there today, and uh. As someone who has recently gone to Vegas, winning those tickets, I get the same feeling that I was uh, in Vegas winning chips. Like, it's pretty addictive. Like, I felt like my kids weren't taking it seriously enough. So. <laughs> Very Aww. addictive. Um, um, quick shout outs. Quick shout outs. Better not be Courtney. Better not be Courtney. Better not be Courtney. I already gave her her Courtney shout out. Castle. I I already gave her a shout-out. Stop being such a hater. Shout-out to Nicole. Shout-out to Gabby. Shout-out to the other Nicole. Um, for showing me such a good time when I was out in D.C. I love you guys so much. Of course, shout-out to our favorite, Gift Queen. Who <laughs> came through. It's um, and it was Jif. Jif. No, Jif. I say Gift. No. It's pronounced I just say Heath. Heath. <laughs> Spanish. Heath. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's Jif. Heath Queen. <laughs> Yes, her name is Queen. Queen. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to her. She's a real one. Cause it was like, hey, I'm in town. You trying to link up? Bet when? Today, let's go get food. Bet. And we had such a good time. So she came through definitely reliable. So love you, girl. Word. I want to shout out to the fit game, Miss Bliss twelve twelve, Cedric Mill. And uh Everybody else who wants to join Fit Game, my Falcons Diva. Shout out to my Falcons family. You know, we getting fit, you know, hashtag fine by fall if you're not already there. But yeah, you're welcome to join the hashtag, join the movement. Shout out to Cage the Dallas Kid. I need you to come out of retirement, sir. We need to get this, we need to get this money. You know what I mean? So. Yes, KJ, come back. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Definitely drop a review, drop a comment on SoundCloud, retweet. You see the podcast. If you don't listen to it, just retweet it. You never know who listened to it. Um, yeah, this is the committee podcast. We out right under 59 minutes. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the kidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring in Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics as Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog. Mm-hmm.